Wait. Looks like Mark Gessler. Um, we're recording right now, so here. Yeah, you got to put your mouth to the mic and then ask the question. Oh, my bad. All the my way bad. up. I gotta okay, get in start there. at the right, beginning. In there. Closer. Oh, right there, how the level's looking. There you go. We're start over. That. There you go. And I'm in a weird, I kind of like half squat. Um, yeah, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, but there's been a consistent theme of like this podcast started out being heavily about like in the coffee industry and being about coffee. But recently, Chris, you've expressed that you don't want to talk about coffee on this podcast, you know, but you know, you've been working in the industry for more than 20 years. Every time old espresso machines come up, you geek out hardcore, you nerd out about making home espresso. I know you've been doing the WDT distribution and all that shit, um, but you don't want to talk about coffee. And Jared, you seem consistently down to kind of dive into any topic and what's kept you inspired. So yeah, I'm going to make you talk about coffee, even if you don't want to. Let's go. Is that what you asked for? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you asked about coffee and I'm, he's like, Jared, and I'm like, totally. Because it's like, you know what? It's a podcast. You just talk about whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, that's why. I feel, <laughs> I feel like the question is just really pointed at me. Why don't you want to talk about coffee? Is that true? Yeah, I've, they've, so the idea of, sorry, re, hard reboot. One, fuck, I don't even know where to start. This is really hard. So last week, Wiser did the, um, the kind of trailer for our new yeah. podcast series. And he sent over the test, which is the one before I sent it over to you and was like, oh, this is really good. You should listen to it. Yeah. So the first version is basically the same where he's introducing the podcast saying, you know, we're back, yada, yada, yada. And if you want, you know, we're taking questions. Sure. Let us know. We're taking questions about, and it was like, coffee espresso preparation those things and i was like this is really good i don't want to talk about those things i don't want to have a podcast answering coffee questions that that doesn't seem great and there's there's a few okay so that sorry i'm now i'm like thinking a lot so that is coming in tandem with mark's doing a lot of this coffee content sure you know barista specific things and some of the talk it came up early in the game it's like hey why don't you make a couple videos and i was like nope i don't want to touch it i don't want to touch the coffee end of things i'm i'm good and i think there's multiple layers to that and you know bear with me because now i'm just talking about myself so maybe it's interesting to somebody but practically in terms of the podcast when the two of us get together sure coffee seems to be not the main thing that we gravitate towards anyway like we did relaunch at one point and we're experimenting with what happens if we only talk about coffee yeah and within about one to two episodes we were just back on the cultural kick using stories of coffee and the cafe experience to kind of illustrate a lot of our points yeah but we were really really honed in on workplace culture and all the things that touch that. Mm-hmm. And so that's just part of it. That just seems to be where, where we're going naturally anyway. And then for me personally, it kind of comes back to what we talked about last episode when we're talking about having a mission or having a vision or, or having a set of values. And I'm looking at my career like yeah. as a career so i don't see what i'm doing now as a job you know partly because i 
own my own company, but I don't think you have to own your own company. I know you don't have to own your own company yeah. to have an intentional career. And part of having an intentional career or even living an intentional life means, you know, having some sort of vision for yourself and waking up every day and saying, what am I going to do to make this vision come to life? Or what am, what is my highest contribution? Where do I want to be? What, yeah. what do I want to do? And I love coffee more than almost anything. And it's this amazing thing that I've found to where at the time that I found it working in coffee shops, it gave me a place to, I simultaneously had a place to express myself yeah. and also genuinely loved the, the exploration of the product. Like I fell in love with espresso and the flavor possibilities that it had. I was kind of enchanted by how coffee even arrived here. And, and it was just this really weird mystical world. Sure. Right. And then I'm behind the bar and I get to connect with people and mm -hmm. chat with people. And for a sometimes natural introvert, that was a really cool awakening for me. It was a really awesome experience. And sure. every little bit of travel exploration that I've had has been linked to diving super, super deep into that one thing, mm -hmm. coffee, barista, espresso. And I've got a lot of rewards out of it. It's just, you know, I've been to Colombia. I've been to Milan. I've been to Honduras. I've been, geez, where have I been? I've been to Austria. Yeah. Australia. Like, Australia. All yeah. of these all of these cool places, not to mention, you know, everywhere around the U S mm -hmm. just because of this one thing that is coffee. Yeah. And this is a long road to get somewhere, but I think one of the cool things for people to realize, which is something that we talk about often is that one possibilities are all around you. Sure. The fact that you're just a barista at a coffee shop, you know, and if you're if you're saying it in that language, I'm just a barista at a coffee shop. You might not be you taking what wrong. you do seriously yeah. enough. Yeah, you're missing out on a lot of the opportunities because all of those opportunities came to both myself and you. Yeah, just being baristas at a coffee shop. Except we weren't just baristas. We saw ourselves as professionals and are like, oh, there's something here. I yeah. genuinely vibe with it, and I'm going to show up in a way. I'm going to show up like a professional would do. Would show up. Even if no one's asking me to, because right. at the first jobs that we had, no one was asking us to. It well, was just, it was just on our own. Yeah. You know, um, there wasn't really a big quality standard. I remember the first coffee shop I worked at, I was the annoying guy. And at some point I had discovered David Schomer and Espresso Vivace. And this is 2001 or something sure. like that in Modesto. And I bought the DVDs and I showed them to the owner and he was kind of mildly interested. And then he's like, oh, let's have a staff meeting and we can watch the espresso preparation video and the latte art video. And I was the most unpopular guy in the whole cafe because they're like, dude, I was just fucking fine with my job. And then this guy wants to go above and beyond and do this, this, that and the other. And it was, you know just brought on by just the sheer desire to engage with this thing. So mm. story within the story, there's opportunity all around you just because you have what looks like an entry level job doesn't mean you can't use it to impact the people around you. And it certainly doesn't mean that you can't use it to impact yourself. Well, I mean, so yeah, there's a few things that I hear in there too, which is great. And it's why we also don't talk specifically about coffee. Like coffee has always been the catalyst for everything that we do. Right. So 
great. If you want us to do some episodes of hot takes for the sake of hot takes, that's fine. But what we've always said, and this is a whole point, and you'll maybe hear in other episodes, it's all opinion at the point of coffee specifics at that. You know, there's no like, if you want to go by our words as gospel, sick. We don't even want to take our own words of gospel in terms of coffee. It's like... There's recipes, there's grind settings, there's hot water, there's a lot of ways people like to prepare it, and it all ultimately, and bummer if you think this is boring, leads to the exact same place. Hot, delicious, hopefully brown water, That's or cold if you want to make it that way. And the lessons that will help you be better in your life do not come from us teaching you how to do that specifically well in terms of... I mean, we can, we can help you maybe if you don't have a good teacher and that's where you could even work with our company and people like Mark to, to learn how to be amazing at the craft of coffee. But what will get you further in life is going to be what you do with the time at your jobs, right? That's, that's where you and I honed in consistently over and over and over on being better than we were the next day at the 1,000 different things that you could do with your time on and behind a counter, on a bar behind a counter. This is, these are the facts. You can keep your towels folded or not. You can keep yourself organized and keep your coffee dialed without a lot of waste, almost any waste, or not. You can, you know, go down the line. You can waste milk or not. You can pour latte art with amazing texture and at the appropriate temperature, or you can make it cold. You can keep your machine shiny by not touching it except for on the buttons or not. Us telling you to do that is not the same thing as us saying like, hey, these principles will lead you to do all of those things on your own. And we shouldn't have to tell you how to find every single thing you could do to make your workspace better. That's what becoming and looking at your work is. And that's actually a bigger idea. The bigger idea is how can I contribute to a culture and my own personal progression and all the lessons that come from even just leaning into that stuff. Like there's so many lessons that come from just wanting to be precise that turn into, guess what? Time management and life skills that you're going to use outside of that bar. There's the personal skills of talking to people behind that bar that you could utilize. There's um, pushing yourself to actually be efficient. And, and I know I said time management, but there's a difference between time management and actually being able to move your body well and like body control. There's, there's a lot of passive learning that can become really powerful for your life, both mentally and physically, if you want to lean into the concepts that we ultimately end up talking about in this podcast. And they all can translate to every single thing you would do behind that bar. Uh, if you decide you want to think about it that way. I think my call out to everybody out there is like, how can't you take what we're saying and apply it to that work? Why do you need us to break it down for you and say, yeah, you shouldn't waste more than 1.1 grams of coffee per dose. That would be really great if that could be the thing that you do. Because guess what? Even on our team, we waste a shit ton. And that's the work we have to do in our company. The same thing with the milk. You shouldn't waste three to four ounces of milk just because you want to pour really amazing latte art and you can't with less milk. Maybe you practice to make amazing latte art with no waste, <laughs> which is what you have to do, which we did. You know, it's like 
those what? things are all <laughs> and there's my little hot take so yeah. like that i'll come at you with some love but no i well i think there's and there's a place for all of that you know i mean well, it's fun don't get me wrong it's it, also it's fun and there's it, a trillion people out there doing it it's already. also valuable too you know i mean if i look at even at some of the stuff that we're doing as a company that yeah. i'm not doing individually there are things that we can pass on to people that are second nature to us or maybe we take for granted sure but a lot of people don't know that could that could make their espresso preparation better so a lot of the videos that you're going to see mark gessler who asked this question in the beginning rolling out with are kind of in that lane they're they're focused specifically on production baristas in a high volume environment right how can you how can you level up your game, you know, and that's squarely who we're talking to. We're not talking to home baristas. There's a certain amount of crossover in everything, you yeah, know, and sure. it's not There's weekend warriors, but like th this is built for people who are working in real life. And, and I think, I think that that's cool. It's just when you're looking at, okay, so backtrack again, aside really just falling in love with coffee, which is something that just happened. There's something that was attractive to me in those formative years that we had yeah. of the newness and the exploration of what we were doing. So yeah. when we started doing barista competitions and going to expo, the specialty industry was really, really young. Yeah. Like it wasn't fully developed and we were part of this group that was actively developing it. Yeah. And that was really exciting to me. It's, it's, it's a, it's a huge challenge to figure out all of these things, you know, I, we're probably contributing more than we give ourselves credit for to, to developing this little subset sure. of, of an industry. And I kind of like that wild west. You don't know what's really going to happen. You're, you're kind of more or less on the cutting edge. It's really fun for me. Like I, I, I don't like it when things get normal, it gets kind of boring. Um, so having gone through all of, all of that, knowing that I love that, and it doesn't feel like that to me anymore. Yeah. And it, I'm, that's not to say that it can't and shouldn't feel like that to somebody else. It doesn't feel like that to me anymore. So that's, that's just one piece of it. Something that does feel like that to me is this idea of where does responsibility, accountability, workplace culture... And the potential that each of us has as individuals, like where does that collide? Mm -hmm. Like where everyone, everybody has, you know, dreams, hopes, and desires, and some of that's on you. Well, it's all on you. But sure. then also we all exist in this construct where it's most of us have to work for a living. So we also know that environment matters, you mm -hmm. know, uh, put the same person in two different environments. You come out with basically a different person because the things that are around us affect us all the time from the friends that we have to what we do and you know where we show up so yeah that's really interesting to me um especially since we own our own company right i mean that's part of the reason we own our own company is like <laughs> you know true. yeah how how can we create this place that is hearkening back to the other episode mission and vision focused while also being a place where people can come out having discovered something new about themselves, you know, sure. that's really interesting. And that is far from figured out. You know, there's a lot of social psychologists making theories 
but there's not a lot of people playing the game. You know, you've got a very small group of what feels like elite people playing the game, but when I talk to friends who are working or people who also own their own businesses, most people are not even attempting to do anything like this. Yeah. So that makes me feel more like how coffee used to make me feel yeah where it's like we're on the cutting edge of figuring out this thing that hopefully has the same path as coffee to where if we fast forward 20 25 30 years like it would be amazing if we saw more mission vision and values focused businesses that actually put these things into practice and being a part of that culture feels like really really big so that's that's another part of it it also gives us selfishly places to go that feel awesome for ourselves oh it works it both ways it's like so bad i want yeah. to go to those places they the, make me feel good yeah it's not like and somewhere else too i want to go to other towns and experience it all the time exactly yeah. it, it's the goal is not for us to have something special that no one else has nope. the goal is for everybody to engage with this and like wow that affects everyone's life from the people who work there to people like us who get to go into other businesses that feel special yeah it's you know how cool does it feel to go to the barbershop club and how annoying is it that you have to go to la to go to the barbershop <laughs> to club. go to the barbershop club i know shout so out like, and it's what it's it's not like there's a bunch of things like that in la it's just one place in la you know there's probably a couple places in the country that offer that level of experience intentionality you know yeah. it's just super thoughtful and I, I think that that's really cool so that's that's another part of it Here's the thing, everybody. We don't have to show off and say that we make house syrups by ourselves, okay? Some of you might be good at making syrups, but not all of us are good at making syrups. And you know why? Because that's not the point of our jobs. We have people who could help us with that. And so we at Cat and Cloud use Holy Cacao. They are amazing, not only at chocolate syrups, but at all the other amazing flavored syrups, vanillas, you got Demerara sugar syrup. That one's actually pretty banger and many, many more. So do yourself a favor, reach on out, shout out Wyatt, the owner. You know you love it. Check them out at holycacao.com. Hey, are you looking for coffee? Because let me tell you, we've got it. Maybe you're looking for a coffee that's perfect no matter the preparation. Well, then you should check out the answer. It's our do-it-all coffee that's right for any occasion, be it espresso or drip. The answer is always going to have what you want. Or if you're looking to explore a little further, check out our single origin coffees. A personal favorite of mine is our Kircha, a naturally processed coffee from Ethiopia. Not only is it amazing to drink, it's also the secret ingredient in my chocolate chip cookies. We have new single origins coming on the menu all the time, so there's always something new to experience. Just head to catandcloud.com and find something for you to brew today. The third part of it, which is it? kind of connected to the first part is aside from being in the industry you know i spent a lot of time at the tail end of when we were at verve to when we were opening this it's just like sharing a lot of what not everything not even close to everything but a lot of what i learned about coffee videos yeah they're, YouTube. they're technically there somewhere they're there yeah they, you, you know they you did it they exist yeah. and I, I think they're forever useful and anybody who's learned from them like that's awesome. It's so cool when people are like, oh, I saw your videos yeah. and it got me excited. And I'm like, that's great. And I hope they continue to do that. But when I'm looking at my career, again, intentionally, sometimes, actually not even sometimes, I think you have to make a trade to get where you want to go and to almost, you know, you can't fully control how you're seen, but to 
to be who you want to be, you maybe have to let go of certain aspects of, of who you were. You sure. Know? So that little giving up book I wrote, it's like the thesis of the whole book is, you know, what do you want? What are you willing to give up to get it? Yeah. And I want to go down this, this cultural path and really explore it with our business. And I'm not going to be as effective in that if I still have, you know, one foot in the door of coffee. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying coffee like really, really, really broadly. Sure. Because again, it's still this thing that I love, but, and you can see that in the things that I do in our organization. Right. Not always for the better, but usually with intentionality to where it's like when I was doing, you know, the lion's share of the roasting when we opened, when I was done with that roasting, I was done with the roasting. I was like, I am done with roasting. Yeah. I don't do that. Lives over here. Yeah. You're good. You figure it out or like, you know, like uh, that's good. And the same thing with espresso and barista training. It's like, Hey, Mark, like you're down. It's like, you guys got it. Like, I don't even, I fully trust you guys. I don't care. Like, not that I don't care. It's just like, I am leaving that chapter of my life. And it's to be able to put all my energy into pursue this thing. And it's not necessarily, you know, there's pluses and minuses to it too, to where this is not a knock on him. But someone who has really leaned into the industry that he f- feels like he's a part of is someone like James Hoffman, mm-hmm. and he's having huge success with it. You know, right. he's making nonstop coffee videos about like everything that touches coffee in like all these different ways, and it's working. You know, he's the biggest coffee YouTube channel. He's always been one of the biggest coffee influencers, even before influencers were influencers. Yeah. Back when everybody had blogs, he was always sharing and contributing in a way. And Mm -hmm. he's dug a groove that's so incredibly deep. And because of that, he's got kind of unlimited, like he can do anything he wants in coffee. Mm -hmm. And like he's captured a lot of attention and he's helpful. And that's cool. And that is a path that was, you know, something like that was available to me, but it just, I don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to make coffee videos and be 50 years old. Like, I just don't. It's, well, it's, you made them too. I mean, unless something's changed dramatically, which you could argue most of the videos you've made, things haven't changed enough that you would need to redo them anyway. Yeah, and, I mean, to call back so you, to what you said, it's yeah. like there's not a ton new happening in coffee no. preparation. And I don't really feel as excited about going down the gear review path and being like, this is the new ode or this is the new Barazza or this is the new like GBA. Like, I just don't. I mean, that's an endless it's, path. It's interesting, it's but yeah. it's more of like coffee to me is now more something that I just engage with on a personal level at my house. It's awesome. Yeah. I've got my espresso machine and I make really, really, really good espresso exactly how I want it. And that's cool. But it's, it's the bigger thing is letting go of who you were to be who you could be. And mm-hmm. again, I have a, a little bit of an issue because we, it's okay. Here, here's like a, here's a contradiction that I have within myself. We can't really control how other people see us, but we can inform it a little bit to where it's like, 
if you walk into a room with a certain presence and a certain level of professionalism and you know that's like a million different things whether that's like standing up straight looking people in the eye shaking their hands listening with intention you know all of these things are helping you be seen as a whatever professional yeah. or yeah x whatever you're trying yeah. to be in the same way that when i was really into being the barista that I was, it's like I was sending, you know, we talk about sending signals. It's like I was sending all of those signals that said, like, I'm really into this, you know, bringing my own tampers to work, bringing my own towels to work, mm -hmm. showing up at the competition and just going above and beyond and every stupid little thing that people are like, you don't need to worry about that. And I'm like, no, I absolutely do because this is how I want to show up and this is the kind of person I am. Right. And just putting that energy and effort into the newer version of me which you know i still value those same core values as a as a human being but like life has different career arcs for everybody sure. and like i'm just actively honed in on a different one than mine and it's easier for me to do that when i'm like just giving up the other thing but you're also not completely giving it up you're giving up the limelight and you're still contributing to the expression you're just contributing to it through you know mark and, and wiser in a way too because it's not like you're completely hands-off in what they say about our coffee experience you know so you're just mm. you're just not the face of it like you used to be true but uh, okay yeah that's a good right? way to put it because uh i guess maybe the bigger overarching goal is that everyone has certain gifts and right, right now my highest contribution is not simply talking about coffee. So when uh, we meet on Thursday and we're filming these these videos and Gessler's, you know, he's like the star. Yeah. My role in that is we're looking at the looking at what he has scripted out. And then there's probably 20% of it that is coffee related where there is a gap between, you know, me and you and him. Sure. And I'm like, I don't know if, if what you're saying here is really representing, you know, what we're doing as, as a company or what right. we believe at our core. And, you know, we'll have that conversation. But the bigger portion of it is looking at, okay, how are you communicating to people? Uh -huh. Like, how are we packaging packaging this thing? And I've just been pressing him on that a lot. And some of the conversations we've been having are, you know, he's like, I feel really good when I'm, when I'm in person and I'm a little more wordy and I'm like, well, yeah, because it's easier. Right. You know, um, when we're talking face to face, we can move through this thing together yeah, right we're, we're in it together it, it's interactive we're I'm gonna, not gonna turn you off because i'm bored exactly yeah. yeah we're gonna get where we need to go right yeah. and it's different he's like i think i'm just a little more wordy and i'm like well it's because you haven't practiced being not sure so how can we synthesize this information how can we communicate efficiently mm -hmm. how can we really tie the thread together and the th the threads that come together are the strict coffee info the bigger sense of why uh -huh. and he's been doing a really good job of that. And I'm just kind of tweaking it to where it's like, you don't keep the bar clean for just sake of keeping the bar clean. You keep the bar clean because your brand has a promise. Mm -hmm. You're sending a message with everything you do. People walk in, they see a dirty bar. They're like, Oh, these people aren't professionals. Oh, I expect like, Right. X amount of X level of service and it's it's not really coming true. And 
so it's weaving the, the cultural with the informational and the sense of why and the sense of pride that you have as an individual. Like that's the art that I feel like I'm helping him more with. That's a bigger yeah. contribution that sure. I have right now. Yeah. So, well, they're just, yeah, they're, they're different focuses, but totally. I mean, it's not like you're not involved for, and yeah, that, that answers the question is why you're less interested in talking specifically about coffee. And then when Mark says you're, you know, I am, it's because I wouldn't even say it's coffee specific. I'd say that I do have a clear picture of what I want to taste though in our cups. And I have a passion and I've always had a passion as to like both operations, but how things work, like creating a recipe, how to make things taste a certain way. There's a, there's a development and an endless fascination with that process and calibrating that takes a lot of time in, the, in, in conversations, right? Calibrating what I, and probably you, if you were standing next to me, are tasting mm -hmm. in our quality control lab with Mark and Andre, like making sure that they're tasting what I'm tasting and are able to translate that with their teams to how our coffee tastes in the future is really important to me. And that's why um, I'm endlessly interested in it as well as I'm in always in endlessly interested in bettering things. So, you know, that's a blessing and a curse. Sometimes I in the past have consistently tried to improve on something that was really good at the time and then actually made more work for ourselves instead of focusing on other things. Where I'm at now though is, is I am interested in those things. You know, uh, Andre is, aside from Mark, most of our team is fairly young in this industry, absolutely talented, absolutely capable. <clears throat> but to your same point, what you're doing with Mark is it's, it's calibrating. You're calibrating with him on how to communicate what you've been doing, which is making these videos very well and succinctly for a long time and training him. And then kind of a lot of my work is doing that, you know, a little bit in the roastery and a little bit and a lot of it in the cafes as well with our team. And so you can find endless threads if you decide you're, if you are me in that place and you are ultimately in charge of, you know, uh, the quality control of our coffee and our retail experience. It's my job to be interested in that shit. And I care about it. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between being interested in it and what Mark is kind of asking me, which is, I don't want to talk about it. And that doesn't mean I don't want to talk about it with you. Sure. It doesn't mean I don't want to talk about it with Mark or like, you know, it just means that in terms of the work you're doing, the here. work we're doing, it's not my primary focus. I don't want to fire up this podcast or fire up these videos and be like, cool, like, let's look at espresso extraction. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. No, thanks. Absolutely. That's, and and it's, yeah. So. And if you want, and if there's a space for us to dialogue about, you know, our quality control process, how we're roasting coffee and the flavors, that's a different sort of format. And there's probably value in that for the long run as well. We could fit it into something. Sure. And I, I, and it, I, I would be happy to do, as would probably Andre and Mark and Dulce and potentially Charles and people you know quality and hospitality service i know there's people on our team that are really hyped on it as well you and i both but our job is to teach them how to lead it or else this whole thing doesn't work anyway yeah yeah it's funny because a, a smaller part of it is probably one of the questions that wiser asked last week was why did you want to start your own business and one of the reasons why i didn't ever want to start my own business is because I am a super opinionated, absolute perfectionist and anything that has my name associated with it, I like to control fully. Sure. And when you have a business that's not only 
you're running with other people, but is actually for other people because a business isn't for you. A hobby is something that's just for you. A business is something you do in service of other people. Yeah. Even if you come up with the mission and the vision that comes from your place, it's, you're still doing it in service yeah. of someone else. They're voting for the dollars, not you. Exactly. Yep. And you're, yeah, you are, you know, it, it's, it's really easy to see in the case of a freelancer or something like that. It's like you have a job to do and yeah, you're beholden to the client. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have the opportunity through having the strong mission and vision to basically pick our clients and pick our employees and say like, this is for you. But then once we find those people, we better fucking delight them. Yeah. You know, it's not all about like just me, 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 you know, there's a bigger picture going on. Mm -hmm. So that's like scary to me because yeah. now our business is, just larger than it's ever been. There's a lot of moving parts. And part of that means that one person just can't do everything. You know, there's no way that you or I or Charles can have their unique fingerprint ID on every single thing that we do. Like mm -hmm. you have to spread it out and say, cool, like I have interest and expertise in this area, even if I have a lot of it over here. Right. My contribution is is better served by activating in this area. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, in that area, there's no hard lines, right? It's like if we're having a problem and I'm like, uh, yeah, I need to get Jared's take on this. Yeah. Like, I can't figure it out we, myself. We like, in. I'll just be like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, where are we? Right. Da, 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 da. Everyone's got good feedback. And then we go from there. And being able to kind of disconnect a little bit from some of the things is really freeing in brain space because i don't know how i would operate if i was everything's got its own little level of quality control that yeah you know there's a million standards that need to be upheld when you have 70 plus employees and we're not even that big you know what i mean in the scheme of things right and that's why in our favor though i will say uh, uh hospitality is pretty complex it is everything we do uh, the work we do is complex and it's a bunch of different different departments, like you said, we're steering a ship of call it five ish departments. I'm gonna say offhand, and it could be more or less than that, but it's not. It's, it's a lot to do. It's, it's a, a lot, lot to do with intention. It's a lot, and to I'm do. thankful for teams who are willing to come with and be a part of that process. And that's ultimately. Yeah. In closing, I would just say that you know it's kind of ridiculous to sit around and talk about ourselves, but. If you're thinking about your career, or if you're not thinking about your career, you might want to think about your career. Even if you only have a job and you're starting out, intentionality is a huge thing. Everything builds to something else. It's not like we woke up one day and we owned a business. You know, there's there's stair steps to everywhere you want to go. So if you just wake up every day and just with no vision, no thought, no planning... 10 years from now, you're going to be doing the exact same thing. So think about it. Hey, everyone. That's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram, 
we're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for being awesome. We'll be back next week. <laughs>